Hello, welcome to the Girl and Duck podcast. I'm Jen Storer, acclaimed children's book author and chief inspirationalist, that's not a term I made up, at girlandduck.com, creative writing, creative life. At Girl and Duck, I take you on a journey from exploring the art of kidlit creation right through to mastering the art of kidlit creation. To find out more about the courses and products that I offer, pop over to the website. You're bound to find inspiration and support and something to absolutely love over there. That's www.girlandduck.com. But in the meantime, stick around because we've got lots to talk about. Hello, lovely creative person sitting there doing something or driving or gardening or doing housework or running after kids or whatever you're doing hello (laughs) I'm as always I have this thing about standing by the window when I when I do my podcast I love to stand by the window and look out onto the um, garden and the street going by and the great big blue sky because we had it was three degrees below last night so we had this big frost and then of course once you've had a frost I don't know how it works because I'm not a scientist, but it's always a sunshiny day, isn't it? Following a frost, big blue skies, amazing. So before I head off out into that big blue sky and go for a walk down the street, I thought I'd have a quick word to you. Now, I put a post up last week on Insta and probably on Facebook as well um, about... I had this thing happen. I was in a coaching call with Elle Steele, who uh, I deeply admire. And Elle has done um, a masterclass for us in the Duck Pond about self-belief. And she's an amazing healer and um, psychic and Paralympian and all sorts of amazing things that she's done in her life. So she's very, very well qualified to speak about self-belief. but just as a as a an aside in this coaching call that I was on with her she said my life's work is to follow the niggle and it was just a throwaway line but it really landed for me because following the niggle it has such a profound effect on your life and so I thought I'd talk just a little bit more about that in here today because you can look at it from lots of angles following the niggle so the post that I put up on um, Insta was basically about you know the time that I really followed my niggle which was when um, my marriage fell apart in my 30s and as I was coming out of that I was confronted with so endless choices on what to do with my life next you know like Was I going to go back to the way it was? Was I going to go back to nursing and try to sort of juggle single parenting with that? Was I going to try and get some sort of other work? You know, what what was I going to do with my life going forward? And at that point, because everything had fallen down, so it was the tower moment, wasn't it, in my life? It was a big tower moment. I decided for want of a better word, to follow the niggle. So I decided to go with my gut. I decided to follow my intuition. And I had always wanted to be involved in 
literature in some way. I'm not going to say I always wanted to be a writer, but I was always, always captivated by the arts and by literature. And I decided that I, I had tried to do my best to be normal <laughs> and to fit in and to do things, you know, in the corporate way um, and the correct way. And that hadn't worked. You know, that had literally blown up in my face. So fuck it, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to follow that niggle. I'm going to follow uh, my heart, you know, my gut. And so that's when I changed things around and I enrolled in university and went off and I studied literature. And even when I got to uni, I was still, part of me was still trying to be sensible. You know, at the point of choosing subjects, I was still going, oh, maybe I should do economics. Maybe, you know, I had marks good enough to get into law. Maybe I should do, you know, do something like that. But I had dedicated myself to following the niggle. And so I was, and I knew, you know, studying poetry and studying plays and studying Shakespeare wasn't a an economic um economically valid decision but again I wanted that's what I wanted to do that's what I wanted to do that's what my deepest self wanted to do and so I did it and it was the most extraordinary six years of my life it took me six years to do a four-year degree because I was a single mum and working as a nanny and all sorts of things to to put myself through but it was just glorious because I was in my zone I was in my zone of genius and I was thriving and of course that led to everything else in my life it led to me writing for kids it led to me being here today talking to you I followed the niggle the niggle is so so important um, in our lives and we we spend so much energy trying to suppress it for whatever reason we try to ignore it we try to go around it we try to pretend it's not there <laughs> we try to reason it away um, we try to push through and be what we think everybody else wants us to be and it's never a good decision is it like it's never a good decision to ignore the niggle you know it just it's not helpful <laughs> so I've recently been reading the alchemist which I'm probably one of the last people, as always, on the planet to read The Alchemist. But I'm, I just love it. It's such a beautiful, it's a parable. And it's about a shepherd boy who, who um, is going out in search of his personal legend, capital P, capital L. And he is basically, he's basically following the niggle and having adventures because of that. Now, the language that they, they use in The Alchemist is different. What they talk about in The Alchemist is the language of the universe, learning to read the language of the universe. And, they, and he talks about that as being omens and signs, all right? And, but the thing is, omens and signs actually speak to our niggle, don't they? They speak to our intuition, when we start to tap into the omens and signs, the language of the universe, that's when we're tapping into our intuition. And that's when we're empowered to make really interesting, rich decisions about our lives. And so everything that I'm reading in The Alchemist is feeding into 
my interest in this this whole thing about the niggle and you know the niggle is calling me in other directions and it has been for for a few years now it's it's called me into coaching it's called me into life coaching um, it's called me into working with um, a new program that I'm creating um, about imagining yourself into the next version of yourself it's about becoming the big you it's about reinventing yourself all this is coming from me following the niggle but for you as as a writer and an illustrator you would also know how important following your niggle is not just in getting you to the seat getting you to the do the work all right you're actually listening listening to a podcast like this because you are listening to the niggle you know all creatives listen to their intuition they follow their gut they follow their heart to a certain level all right that's why it's so scary you know because it takes you into the unknown it's it's safer and more predictable to just do a job just do a corporate job and tick boxes and you know live your life in a very standard way no shade if that's where you feel safe (laughs) but for a lot of us you know this this call is, is, is irresistible, even though it feels reckless and, um, and many times futile, it's also hugely compelling. And so in order to thrive, we feel that we must follow it. So for, for us as, as creators, we are adept at following the niggle, even if we haven't recognised it. But there's another side to this as well, and that is when you're actually in the project that you're working on, you will have many, many moments where your intuition is telling you, this is not good enough, (laughs) or I don't feel right about what I've just written, or that color palette's not quite right. And then the inner critic or the, you know, the trunch bull will, will march into your brain often and say, that'll do. It's fine. That's really good. Look, doesn't really matter. You know, just get on with it. Just do it. You know, or um, you can't, you, you can't think of a better solution. So you better stick with this. You can't do a rewrite. You can't put things back together again. You can't break this apart and put it back together again and make it even better. You're not capable of that. So you better just stay with what you've got. All right. That's, that's logic, that's inner critic, that's, you know, your self-doubt talking. But the niggle, the intuition says, oh, I don't feel really good about this. This doesn't feel really right. <laughs> and then you go, oh, God, really, do I have to change this? And this happens the entire time that you're working on any project. All right, it doesn't matter what level you're at and how many books you've written. I find every single book I write, I'm listening to the niggle. I'm listening to my intuition because it's telling me when I've rushed. It's telling me when I've cut corners. It's telling me when I can go deeper or add more humor or add more drama um, if I just make the effort to. And the other thing that I've seen is that there's, of course, there are times when I ignore the niggle and I ignore my intuition and I just push forward and I'll submit something. And I tell you, almost 10 times out of 10, the things that the editor picks up will be things that I've already thought of. Okay? It'll be like, yeah, I know. Deep down, I knew that. 
I actually knew that was a bit shit that <laughs> that scene or that paragraph or that or that you know my 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 um solution to a problem it wasn't it wasn't the best that I can do you know my intuition told me that but I pushed through and of course it's the first thing that the editor picks up and you just go yeah I know all right so that's what I just wanted to share with you today the importance of of listening to your intuition not only when you're called to do work and and called to create in ways that are unusual or different or out of your comfort zone not only when you get that calling but also within the project that you're working on always tapping into your intuition and letting it guide you in the way that you create your stories create your characters create your layouts and your designs intuition will always bring forward the best the quirkiest the most interesting version of what you're trying to accomplish so that's what I wanted to share with you today before I wander down the street and get myself a cup of coffee from the hole in the wall. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'll see you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you want more ducky goodness, pop over to the website www.girlandduck.com or you can find me on Instagram at Jen E. Storer. J-E-N-E-S-T-O-R-E-R. Bye for now.